Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk Today. I'm here to do another season TV review. This is going to be for Good Girls Season 2, which is on NBC and then gets dropped uh, as a box set internationally, at least in the UK. I'm not sure about other countries, Canada, etc. Uh, but it's on NBC in the US and it's on Netflix in the UK as a box set. Um, so I'm going to start off spoiler free, as I usually do with like normal season reviews, that sort of thing. Uh, so we'll do spoiler free discussion and talk, then we'll take a break, tell you what else we've been up to. And then I'll give you a spoiler warning, this is your first spoiler warning. Um, but I'm going to give you a second spoiler warning after the housekeeping section, and then I will be jumping into spoilers. Uh, so this is your first warning for the second warning, I suppose. Um, so... I remember coming away from Good Girl Season 1 and saying it felt a bit like Wanted meets Breaking Bad in a certain way. Uh, I still very much feel like that with, with Season 1. Um, I feel like, because I'm going to include Season 3 in this discussion, either in the spo- e- even in the uh, spoiler-free discussion. Uh, I think Season 1 stood well enough on its own to where it told it's not its own separate story because you know it had a cliffhanger and then we come in here to to season two um i feel like season two was a mixture of okay let's try this and that and this and that and try different twists and different plot turns and see kind of what sticks Uh, and i feel like with audience reaction and with uh you know the writers and the cast seeing what happens on the screen I feel like they they can almost use season... They're almost possibly going to use this second season as like a test to see see what this show is capable of, to see what this show can do for its future seasons. Because I... Given um, what happens in this season and what this show could do in the the future, uh, I do feel like this will be at least like a five-season type of show. I feel like it will stick around like as long as Breaking Bad. That sort of thing with about 10 to 13 episodes per season. Uh, the second season is 13 episodes and the first season is I think 10 episodes I'm pretty sure. Um, but um, yeah I almost feel like season 2 is a bit of a like. Okay let's see what we can do with these characters and what works. Somewhat in a bad way and somewhat in a very very good way. Um, I would definitely say that. The first like 11 or the you know the season premiere obviously deals with the cliffhanger and everything like that. Uh, from last season, I'm not, I'm not going to necessarily. I'm not going to. I'm not in the spoiler-free section for se- this season two review. I'm not going to spoil season one either. Um, but I feel like with the you know with the cliffhanger from uh, from season one going into season two, they deal with that obviously in the premiere, uh, season two premiere. And then I feel like from episodes two till ten, eleven, roughly, it's sort of like you know the ex- an experimental season. Let's see what we can do with these characters. And also in a way of like, okay, if we set up a character to do a particular thing, how long can we keep them in that role? How long can we, you know, do certain things with them? Um, and I feel like they'll use, yeah, like I said, they'll use what they have got from season two uh, to sort of kick the story into another chapter for season three. Because this is kind of a part two to, I mean, you know, obviously a continuation anyway. Because um, I feel like... It's kind of, season one and two together almost feel like one chapter, and with the third season, they're almost going to go into like their next arc, the next chapter with with everybody and with everything that they're doing, um, and everything like that. So um, I really, really enjoyed this season. I will say that there is parts of this season that feel like, okay, where are you going with this? This is a bit slow. But I will absolutely say that once those reveal, once everything kind of gets revealed. 
not necessarily to every character, but to you as the audience member. It, it clicked for me so well that like I didn't mind <coughs> the season being kind of slow and stuff. Um, but it, it it's kind of you know because with network because this is a network TV show, even though it gets put onto Netflix in the UK, it's not a Netflix produced show. I assume they pay a certain amount of money to uh, to get it in the UK, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but with with this being an NBC show and with it being um, and with it kind of having that similar kind of pace, there is a certain amount of the because they have to fit this for like a weekly audience. Because um, when you're because when you're um, doing a show for a network TV thing, you kind of have to you know you've got promos you're dealing with and you've got your your weekly okay let's check in with these characters um, for this week and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, with this being a network TV show, it's kind of like you do build up to the finale in like an old-fashioned TV sort of way. And like I said, that the payoff from the last sort of three episodes or so is really, really worth sticking around for. Like, because I just finished this season, I came in the room uh, to record the podcast and everything. Um, and just this, the payoff of what I just saw and everything, obviously I won't spoil things here, is so worth it that I do forgive those slow episodes. And I also do kind of know going in, like, yes, even though this is on Netflix and it's not a Netflix show, it's still a network TV show, and they do still have that old format, in with certain shows, not with every single show, but the old kind of format of uh, build-up a bit more, bit more build-up more than, like, binge is kind of a, a factor here as well. So, um, but yes, I love this, this second season. I think it's great. I love it more because the payoff is so good, because if the payoff would have been kind of average, followed by... A slow-ish kind of season. Um, I mean, this is still better than most shows on network TV. Uh, and, like, I think even though the story had certain slow parts and bits and pieces, um, and they were trying to and they were trying to sort of throw things at the characters and see what worked, like I said earlier, um, I do think that this season, in terms of character arcs, is brilliant. Um, but specifically in terms of uh, Beth, I think that she had a, a really, really amazing arc this season, um, and she's probably she's probably the best or the most interesting character to to sort of watch. Uh, I would say there is there is a couple of others here, but uh, I don't want to kind of mention them in case of any particular spoilers um, and that sort of thing. But it's I don't think it's a spoiler to say that the three girls are, are in this main season. So. Um, yeah, that's kind of all the spoiler-free stuff I can really say. I will definitely say that this this season is worth sticking around for. But be do be prepared for around episodes like five to eight, roughly. That that kind of thing to be sort of okay. We're doing these different things with the characters and just kind of stick with it because I, I I just think these last the last three episodes of the season are such an excellent payoff uh, and does lead into. Um, season three could have a lot of potential different storylines and. I am. I was pretty excited for season. Like I was very excited for season two, um, just to see you know how the cliffhanger would be resolved, all that kind of three, uh, all, how how that would be kind of uh, resolved and everything. But I am more excited now that the show's kind of experimented with with, with itself, or that it's you know they've had the kind of experimental second season, um, and it feel it feels a bit like. There is a simpler, somewhat simpler road to go down for season three. Not in terms of simple and boring, but in terms of like keeping things a bit more straight and a bit more focused. 
Um, but then again, you do have a ton of characters in here, so you are going to get you know split screen time between different people um, and that sort of thing. But um, no, I think this season's well worth watching, and um, I'm starting to think about the uh, top ten. Probably it'll probably be thirteen or fifteen shows honestly for this year because it's just. I mean, we're in the middle of June, it's already crazy. My list is pretty much already full up with shows and some things haven't even premiered yet. Like The Witcher hasn't even come out yet, so... I don't know where roughly this will place in my top 10. It will probably be in there somewhere, but I don't know where roughly. So, uh, that's all the spoiler-free stuff I can really say. Go and watch the show if you've got... Um, I heard that it is a bo- as available as a box set on Netflix in the US, although I don't know why it wouldn't be free on the NBC app, because it's a, it's a, it's a um, network... Uh, channel so I don't know why that wouldn't be free but uh, yeah go and check NBC or Netflix if you're of course in the UK or international places uh, go and check Netflix as well uh, and see if they've got the the second season for you the show has been renewed for a third season it got renewed um, in and around the the upfronts it was close to like it's season finale that it got renewed I think I can't remember when it got renewed uh, but it's been renewed for season three and um, yeah it still seems to be doing quite well for uh, for NBC so I'm looking forward to the third season I'm going to have to wait another year for it, but I've got more than enough to TV to keep myself uh, occupied in between now and then. Alright, that's it for the spoiler-free review. Uh, if you haven't seen the season, stick around for a little bit. I'm going to tell you what else we've been up to on Entertainment Talk, what else we've, revu- we've reviewed and looked at, and all that kind of stuff. And then I'll give you another spoiler warning, and then that's when you should leave, because there's some cool stuff to talk about here. Uh, Alright, see you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today... Just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcast. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, we're continuing to do our gaming podcast, of course, Random Gaming Talk. Uh, Within the last two weeks, we've had our E3 predictions. Uh, We kind of had some extra E3 predictions, or I did, uh, on our last week's episode of Gaming Talk. But there is an individual uh, segment piece out there for our E3 predictions. And now E3 is all said and done, so you can see how right and wrong we are in terms of predictions. It doesn't matter if we are wrong, it's just fun. So, um, yeah, E3 is now all done. Uh, and we are going to be talking about that tomorrow on Wednesday, which will be the 12th of June. Uh, so look out for the podcast, and I will be breaking up uh, each individual thoughts on the on the press conferences, because we'll probably go one by one and talk about each one. So, uh, yeah, look out for that tomorrow. A uh, couple of uh, video game things, related things. Uh, I did a review for, for uh, Blood and Truth VR. That's a spoiler-free review as well. Uh, or as well, it's one of our spoiler-free reviews. It's the PSVR 
heist action adventure kind of game to describe it however you want uh, our spoiler free review is out there for or my spoiler free review is out for for that as well uh, another one as well is days gone i finished the uh the newest addition to the zombie video game franchise uh well the first of its ip but uh you know another zombie game for uh the PlayStation 4 exclusive wise uh, so I did a spoiler free review for that so you can check that out as well uh, in terms of video stuff we've got a couple of new things for you uh, I did a uh, two let's plays actually uh, well, one was the first impressions video that one was for a Plague Tale Innocence um, it's a first impressions video on the that, that particular video game so you can check that out as well uh, and then there is um, a let's play for me taking on one of the big hordes in uh, one of the big zombie hordes in uh, Days Gone, so you can check that out as well. Uh, there's no spoilers in there really. It's just hey, I'm at this particular place. There's a character next to me, but you know it's just me and the zombie horde. So see how uh, successful I was against the zombie horde. Uh, you can check that out as well. Uh, a couple of other things. Uh, what else have we been doing? Um, film review, uh, classic reviews is back for season two. We've got two episodes out so far. Uh, episode one is for Back to the Future two. Episode two is for Buffy, Buffy uh, the Vampire Slayer. Uh, season one episodes one and two, uh, and there'll be another episode tomorrow for episode three of Classic Review season two. So look out for that as well. Uh, I Zombie, we did a catch up episode for uh, up to episode five, up to episode five of the fifth and final season of I Zombie. So you can check that out as well. Uh, covering episodes 2 to 5, we did the season premiere as an individual podcast as well. Uh, TV wise as well, uh, me and Robert did another TV talk episode. We talked about, uh, we talked spoiler free about uh, Good Omens. Well, Robert's seen Good Omens, so he talked about the uh, first season of that. And uh, I saw the season premiere of season 6 for uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I have seen more of it since that, uh, but at the time it was just a season premiere. Uh, so me and Robert talked spoiler free <coughs> excuse me, about the uh, sixth season so far. My thoughts on the first episode, his thoughts on the season in general. So far I think he's seen about four episodes at that point so check that out as well. Uh, I also talked briefly <coughs> excuse me, about uh, The Society season one. It's another Netflix show uh, which is being compared to Lord of the Flies. I've never seen Lord of the Flies so I, yeah that's that. Um, we talked about a couple of other things as well, and that's what we've been doing at the moment on entertainmenttalk.org or on uh, podcast uh, platforms. Alright, so now I'm going to move into uh, my spoiler thoughts thoughts for uh, Season 2 of Good Girls. If you have not seen the season and you have seen Season 2, please don't continue listening from here. You can find all the content, of course, on entertainmenttalk.org. So click on the homepage if you're listening on the website, if you're listening on the podcast service. Uh, just go into whatever app you're using. And just pause the podcast, do whatever you need to do uh, to turn the podcast off. Because I'm going to go into spoilers now. I gave you a spoiler warning earlier. This is your final spoiler warning. Um, cool, so I'm going to go into spoilers right now. Alright, so let me bring up the handy list of characters so I can point out who's who and what, who did what, etc. I do want to jump to the last thing that happens in the season because it's, well, the most interesting thing to me. Which is that uh, it hasn't got the cop's name up here. Let me just scroll to the right and see if his name pops up. Uh, the main detective, his name isn't actually listed here, or his face isn't either. Uh, I've t I've typed in Good Girls cast into Google, and it's got all the pictures of the characters and the actors and actresses and the character names. Um, a very very interesting way that they pulled this off, and this goes along with what I was saying earlier. In the season, they throw a lot of twists and turns in the season, and a lot of like eight months earlier, two days earlier, and that sort of thing. And it can get a little bit 
convoluted to some degree, but that it did in the end, like everything kind of clicked into place for me. I was like, oh yeah, he, she did this and she did that. Like when, um, hopefully her name is listed here. Uh, it's not that the mother that uh, ran over Leslie. Her name's not actually listed here, which is a shame. Um, her kind of um, yeah, she ran over Leslie. Thought that he was dead. We thought that he was dead because that's what we'd seen. But we hadn't seen the extra bit, which is the body getting taken around the corner. Um, of course, the cop was after the girls all season long, basically. And um, you know, Elizabeth has, or Beth has has kind of had enough and shoots Rio twice. Um, and then he's like. He says something like one's a lonely number or something, and then like because he's going to dial nine one one, he's like, "Oh, we can make a deal and this sort of thing." And Rio is just like coughing and laughing on the floor. Uh, it's, it signals to me that he called nine one one, saved Rio, and uh, they're going to team up against Beth next season. So if they struggled this season, which they did, Ruby, Annie, and Beth, um, next season's going to be quite something. Because I did like how I liked how they played it with. Um, the cop going to see Beth and kind of having this like done look on his face. You got the sense at that point in the season. He was sort of done. Because I, I th- at that point I was like okay he's kind of saying he's done. He's going to go on this vacation. And then you're like okay but where is Rio? Because um, Beth like comes home and she's cried and all that sort of stuff. She thinks that she's probably killed Rio I'm, I'm guessing. And that um, the cop is going to kind of have her back and make sure that Rio doesn't get up or something. That, that was kind of the impression that I got, which is like, hey, you've shot him, let me take the gun, um, so that I, like, you know, you, you run off and get out of here, sort of thing, and I'll, like, take over, sort of thing, but obviously she doesn't know what he's got planned. So yeah, you should have shot the cop, but, I mean, if she'd have shot him instead of Rio, like, what would happen there? And there's so many... There's still, even throughout the season, even though, as I said, it was a little bit slow at certain points, there's still so many different places you could go with this season, and there still is with season three. Um, I mean, Rio and um, the cop could, like, really play, uh, or the cop mainly, I guess, because she kind of thinks Rio is dead. I wonder if she actually thinks that he's dead or not. Um, Because you kind of get the emotion from Beth and the cop, in the uh, in the later scene that like both of them are kind of just done um but like beth isn't quite sure as to what he's gonna do like he's kind of got this done look on his face and everything but you get the sense of like okay what what is he gonna do next uh which was kind of the fear from beth uh which i thought was interesting but yeah um rio is one of my favorite characters in the show and as he's kind of dying i'm like oh he's been shot twice or like three times was it i think it was twice or three times uh, I was like, oh, they've, like, killed off Rio. You know, when you see a character get shot three times or whatever, and they're on the floor and they're coughing up blood, you're like, okay, that's basically it. And you can see, like, the puddle of blood on the floor and all that. Uh, and that sort of thing. Um, but, like, it it was interesting this season how they kind of spoon-fed Rio to you this season. Because um, he was quite obviously a bit more heavily involved with the first season and everything that happened. Um... But, like, when he pops up and he's kind of got... This is just his attitude towards everything I find thoroughly entertaining. And the way he kind of, like... He sees Beth as a danger of sorts. Like, he clearly sees that she's, like, unpredictable and stuff. But, um... He's, like... I mean, obviously, both attracted to each other. They had sex multiple times. 
um, what was it like three or four times this season, and um, them kind of having the, their relationship changing and developing as the season went on, and him having this attitude towards her at the end of like um, go ahead and do it, and he's starting to shower her, and then uh, he gets shot was an interesting kind of slight turning point for him. Um, I wonder what he was kind of thinking as he as he was. I, I don't know because I mean. For all we know, Rio and the cop could have had like a pre-agreement before Beth was even there, uh, sort of thing. Because we see that obviously Rio has captured Beth as she goes out to her car to get her phone. Um, so they might have even had a plan before the scene with Beth. Now that I think about it, so. Um, but I mean, even if that was the case, Beth could have shot him in the head, or could she could have killed both of them? I, I don't know, like. Um, it's interesting the way that they both look at Beth, specifically Rio, and like she's a bit unpredictable, but he can't, they kind of have control over control over her to a degree, just because of all the crimes and everything that she's done with the girls and um, the whole back and forth with the money throughout the season. I thought was really interesting. Of like, oh, do you want the keys to the kingdom? Yes and no, etc. And like, she's not really sure what to do. The girls aren't really sure what to do, and they disagree about it. I thought all that stuff was really really interesting. And specifically the focus on Beth in all of the arcs, like with her husband and with her kids and her breaking down different times, uh, I thought was just incredibly interesting. Uh, and Christina Hendricks, like, just absolutely killed it this season. So, um, and it's interesting because I know that they, I'm starting to see on Twitter a lot of, like, hey, can you consider our show for, like, Emmy considerations for, like, different, I've noticed different um, people from just lots of different shows have said like, hey, the Emmy nomination consideration stuff is, is coming up soon, because I believe that's September each year, and it, we're around that sort of period in the year. Uh, so yeah, a lot of, uh, yeah, she should be kind of considered for an, for an Emmy as well. Um, although I, even though Rio's role is a bit more basic than someone like Beth's, like, I, I don't feel like, Ma- his name is uh, Manny Montana uh, listed here. I don't feel like he quite requires... He has the range. Like, he's really, really good in the role. But what they kind of require from Christina and all the different just emotions she's going through, especially in this season, um, she's kind of had to do more in this season. But I do feel like um, Manny's still a great actor as Rio, and I think he kind of deserves uh, an Emmy as well. Uh, I mean, they were the two standouts to me this season. So I mean, everybody else did a really, really great job, but uh, those are the two standouts. I thought the whole twist with uh, Leslie and the body and stuff was was really good. Uh, his, his name is listed as uh, David Hornsby um, here. Uh, you had Zach Guilford's character, who was the uh, his character name isn't actually listed, which is kind of strange. Um, but the one who was in a kind of sort of relationship with Annie, that was all right throughout the season. But I wanted a bit more of just the other interesting stuff that was happening as well. Um, I feel like with Leslie. At the end of this season, you know, confessing to the police about, you know, I'm alive, Beth didn't kill me, basically. Um, I feel like that's a good exit for Leslie. Um, and I feel like that will... Because, like, when he's talking to his nan in the car, and she's like, oh, you know, you blamed this on that, on this special needs girl, and wh- whatever it was that they, they said in that conversation... And him kind of having this look on his face of like, oh yeah, whatever, sort of thing. Uh, I mean, he's a full-on arsehole, like, I hate that character. Um, With him finally, like, deciding to do a slightly good thing. um, Like, he's still pretty much irredeemable to me, I hate the character. But him kind of deciding in the end to go into the police station and everything. 
and confessing. I, I just feel like I, I'm kind of done with that character. Um, and like, sure, if he goes to do this plastic surgery stuff or whatever he wants to do next, I don't really care that much about Leslie now that now that they've concluded that bit with him and like he's done the confession and no none of the girls or or Stan have to go to prison because uh, like Beth was on her way obviously. Um, yeah, I, I, I th- I'm kind of done with Lizzie as a character, and I hope the show is, because I don't know what else you do with him now, either, so, uh, I mean, David Hornsby did a great, did a great job, I'm not saying you need to get rid of him, I'm just saying you need to get rid of Leslie, so, uh, there's that as well. Dean had an interesting arc this season, I thought that, yeah, yeah I mean, he kind of just bounced off of what was, whatever Beth was doing, basically, this season, so I don't have, I don't have too much to say about him. Um, I do think that Stan had an interesting art with Ruby this season, and I'm really, really glad, because in the cliffhanger for last season, obviously, they had, um, well, one of the many cliffhangers from last season, I mean, like, their cliffhanger, I suppose, because uh, the cliffhanger for the episode was, what is Beth going to do with this gun? Um, that being, um, you know, Stan getting on her side, I thought was actually a very, very good decision, and him sort of saying, like, hey, yeah, I'll get out in five years, and him being... Just him being this out-and-out family man and willing to make all these sacrifices was really good this season. Because it would have really kind of been annoying and it would have annoyed me if um, he had constantly tried to, like, push Ruby to confess and all that sort of stuff. Like, you know, stand by your wife and all that sort of thing. She And as she kind of explains in the full-on sort of reveal speech or scene, like, yeah, I did rob this store, but I did it for the family. I did it for um, our daughter, uh, Sarah, I believe her name is. I think she's listed here. Uh, Sarah Hill, I think. Yeah, Sarah Hill. Um, with her everything to have the was it the transplant last season, and then they got the money for that because of the 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 uh, stealing and that. And her sort of saying, "Yeah, I did all this, but I did it for family." Like, what else was we gonna do? And Stan having this realization of like, "Okay, we're not comfortable yet." I mean, he gets comfortable with her later in the season, but that sort of first bit of like, "Okay, I'm still sleeping on the couch tonight," or the sofa. Or I mean, calls it the couch. I'm still sleeping on the couch tonight, and I kind of forgive you, but he needs time. I thought that was. I thought I was really impressed by her, Stan, this season, and everything. Um, the one kind of thing I did want to talk about with uh, Dean. I thought it was very interesting to have him actually get shot at the very start of the season. Like, Beth is like, okay, I can't shoot you. I, I don't know what to do. Um, and that's a kind of a, an, an interesting human response from Beth. Not to jump back to Beth, one of the most interesting characters in the show. <coughs> but um, her kind of, like, having this human reaction of the writers didn't force her to make a full-on decision, I suppose. Um... And then, I mean, I mean, she made the decision, she put the gun back and all that, but it didn't feel script-forced. Um, think of it about, like, if you have a decision in a video game and you can either shoot someone or put the gun down, it didn't feel like there was something that forced her to make it. It, just, it kind of felt like when she was putting the gun down, she was still conflicted, she was still scared, nervous, and worried, and all sorts of emotions, and that felt, it just felt more realistic to some of the TV choices I've seen, where some characters that, like, go through, forcefully put through decisions like that, feel a bit more formulaic than, uh, Beth in that, in that particular scene, but I feel like it was interesting to have him shot at the start of the season, and I kind of, in a way, think it would be more interesting if he had died, um, Although I don't know, because, like, even I'm conflicted on decisions and stuff for, for this, I'm not, and I'm not a character or whatever in the season. 
Um, or I'm not one of the writers in the season in that, but uh, it was an interesting way of Rio sending a message as well <coughs> of the whole, what was it, because they got out on bail or something at the end of last season, him and his other criminal friends or whatever, and him having this sort of, okay, I understand you can't do it, but, <coughs> excuse me, I understand you can't do it and everything, but in order to push this plot forward, I'm going to send you a message and shoot your husband, and you're going to deal with it. I liked his message throughout the season, of like, hey, this is your mess to clean up, you do it, here's a gun. Uh, and they did kind of parallel that with uh, Dean at the start of the season, and um, with the cop at the at the end of the season. I thought that was a great way to like bookend things as well, of like, yeah, this is your mess to clean up. You have to do it. You got yourself in the situation. He knows she, that she's capable as well. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I just thought that was really, really interesting for the season. Annie was good comic relief for the season. I did like her character a lot. I did think that she had an interesting arc, especially with uh, Zach's character. Um, but I often feel like it was uh, like, will she won't, will she won't, she, uh, will they won't they, sorry, uh, throughout like most of the season. And um, Sadie almost felt like a plot tool in a certain way, like a character tool of like, okay, I have, you know, that's her. Sadie is Annie's set of stakes for the season of like, this is who I have to protect. Um, in a way, I don't know, something felt a little bit less progressed about Annie's plot by the end of the season, or Annie's sort of character arc, but, uh, I did really enjoy when, like, she had her, her, uh, comedic sort of moments and things like that. Um, but no, I still, I still like the character, I just think that she's the least developed out of all the main characters for the, for the season and stuff, so I'm not quite sure how to feel about that, but, um... Yeah, uh, so I kind of spoke about all the major characters and everything for the season. Uh, spoke about Rio, Beth, Annie, Sadie. I mean, Sadie didn't have that much to do other than be, you know, the the, the child to one of the main characters. Um, that's pretty much my thoughts on the season and all the little different character arcs. And I think that they'll go on a bit more of a set path for season three. But there'll they'll still be twists and turns of like body bags that have mystery to them and all that sort of thing. So I think that's very interesting. Uh, Alright, I'm going to give this season a... I'm going to give this season... I will give it a 9. I think last season was well, last season was like a 9.5. But with them being a bit more experimental and getting somewhat lost along the way. But then like having a really good finish to the season. I'm going to uh, chop it down a little bit to a 9. Which is still an amazing rating for the season. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give this season a 9 out of 10. And uh, it will be somewhere in the top... 10 or 15 or, or something like that I don't think it'll be outside the top 10 but we shall see it's only June and we have a lot more shows to see this year uh, so yeah that's my review for Good Girl Season 2 if you have any th- feedback, questions, comments characters that you want me to talk about or other plots that you want me to talk about, that sort of thing um, MatthewInEntertainmentTalk.org Twitter, eTalkUK, there's the contact page information in your show notes as well um yeah, entertainmenttalk.org is where you can find all the content. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to season three. It's going to be an interesting wait to see what happens with everything. Um, but yes, watch out, Beth, Annie, and Ruby, because Rio is out there and waiting for you. Um, yeah, I wonder if even oh, wow. Now that I think about it, I wonder if the cop was actually lying about the whole vacation thing. Man, so many twists and turns. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so alright let's see what happens in season 3 but thank you all very much for listening you can support 
the podcast we are on patreon entertainment talk is on patreon you can check us out on there amazon affiliate link that's where you can drop on amazon we'll get a small cut um yeah you will get a small cut will anyone cost you anything extra itunes feeds please rate review and subscribe to those if you don't want to review the feed you can just uh, rate it as well uh, what else is there? Word of mouth. Please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. It helps us out as well. Uh, share them on, share the post on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, put them in different Facebook groups if you're allowed to. Uh, some admins allow it, some don't. That's why I'm mentioning that. Video games. If you want to watch me, Robert or David play different video games. Uh, me and David stream on Twitch. Robert streams on Mixer. Thank you all very much for listening. And um, yeah, apologies for the for the coughing during the. I I am going to edit. There was like some worse parts of coughing earlier in the podcast, which I am going to edit out. So I don't know. It's just it just happens. But anyway, thank you for listening, and I'll see you uh, next time. Goodbye.